Uh, we're getting some good levels here on this one. Can I, uh, let's just get some, let's just get a good level go. check here. Um, Cam, if you don't mind, here, uh, I'll take the headphones and just, uh, s s speak as loudly as you'll, you'll speak. Avicii is overrated. Okay, uh, can you say that? Avicii. Can you say that again? Really, really draw out Avicii. the... Avicii. 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 Avicii, ceviche, Avicii, ceviche, Avicii, ceviche. Avicii, ceviche. That well, that's fantastic. Uh, those were some good levels coming in there, Cam, because I think it's very important uh, for you now um, as a as, as a French Canadian um, by by trade. You know, you are you're, you're you know, come October. Not only you know are you merging two families to one but cam it, two cultures into one too debacle oh we got we got double box now yeah so uh um well I, what what i'm wondering for what i'm wondering for you is um how, how are you gonna how, how are you gonna pull that off you know french canadian italian canadian uh, do you? F I think it's going to be a Romeo and Juliet type situation where the families show up with um, clubs, and at the end of the clubs, there's going to be those bike balls, and one representative from each family is going to show up, and all hell will break loose. Right, because famously, you didn't get to the ending of Romeo and Juliet. You got like three quarters of the way f into it, and just kind of said, "Like hands up, I know what's going to happen." Yeah, I just assume I know the ending of it. Happily ever after, right? Well, <laughs> that is the little AKA. <laughs> Every, it's everyone lives every good. Everything's good. I like the Leonardo DiCaprio version of it, yeah. where they do like the gangster version of it. Have you seen that one? Uh, well, of, yeah, of course. The yeah, the Boz Lerman take on it. That was the name of the director. And then there is, yeah, I guess we used to watch these in high school. We did watch the Othello one. Yeah, these are all things that pick your tickle. Tickle your pickle. Of course, when you're doing, uh, you do she. You watch that. Uh, She's the man with Amanda Bynes. Uh, if you, I didn't watch that. If you were doing, uh, I think that's Midsummer Night Dream. I think. Or oh, was that based on that? Maybe it was. Or uh, there was Ten Things I Hate About You. That was Much Ado About Nothing. The one with Heath Ledger. That's a good one. Uh, so these are all just. They're all based on the Shakespeare. They don't speak in Shakespearean, though, do they? No, I think the well, the the one with Leonardo DiCaprio, they speak uh, like old English or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. Which is yeah. kind of painful. Well, I think that's the thing because there's like when you adapt Shake, that's an adaptation of Shakespeare. You don't change the text; you just change what you're looking at. Like I've seen a lot of Shakespeare, which is just like transported to other time periods. Or like there's like you know there's the Hamlet movie that takes place during like when Hamlet would have been a thing, and I've definitely seen Hamlet that took place in like nineteen it was like a nineteen forties Britain thing. Was Hamlet the one where he kills his brother? I think he kills his mother to be with his brother. No, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound right at all. I think our maybe we need to revisit these ancient texts to see if we can learn ancient something from them. texts. What are they like? Nineteen, eighteen, seventeen? Like how old are They're they? Probably like the sixteen hundreds, I'd say. Sixteen hundreds, no, definitely not the seventeen hundreds. Seventeen hundreds. Yeah, and we don't even have full confirmation if Shakespeare is a real person or not. We don't. We don't. And you, you did try to do some like uh, independent private research of your own. 
some PI work. Yeah, and yeah. how did how we heart, how, we heart. how did that come off? How did that come off? Oh, uh, we, we can't legally discuss the case in, in its own right, mm-hmm. but there has been we have a court date set. Fantastic. And it doesn't look. And this has nothing. This has nothing to do uh, with the red light that you sped right through, right at that new traffic camera. It's part this of has it. Not, this, I think there was. Ju- <laughs> I think there's justification for it. Yeah, right. This has, but but it, this doesn't have anything to do with your PI business. Your th- these court appearances, although they're the same, they are different. Different case numbers, yes. Yeah, just because the numbers on the top of the page is different and the potential sentencing is different doesn't mean it's not about the same thing. Yeah, and that's what we're really going to try and argue, though. Throughout. But we, we can't get into this. <laughs> we can't get into this live on the air. Uh, that's a good sound check for me. Uh, let's let's uh, let's kick it. Let's kick it. Continuing tonight on two C's in a pod. 96.7 on your... Two C's in a pod, 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 two C's in as we know from last week, Cam, you got an extensive new tech budget for your new job, uh, and spent it on on well, I, golf simulator. I pretty much, pretty much spent it on a like, new, brand new golf simulator. Yeah. Um, it's an expense. How's that going? How's that going? Um, pretty bad hook. Pretty. I, I can't seem to figure out uh, where my club face is hitting. Right. Um. There. There. I. I got holes all over my walls. Um. I. Yeah. It's. It's good though. I like it. I like it a lot. It's it's actually working out just a just a little bit. You think you'll be ready for the uh, for the twenty twenty two season? Of course, the two season a pod uh, celebrity pro am invitational. Um, vape national <laughs> Durham vape classic invitational for the for the cure. Really <laughs> of course, that's coming up. Uh, it's going to be cut sometime in the spring, early summertime. Hopefully, uh, get get your uh, get your requests sent in now. Um, we're doing live pod on on the course. On we'll, the we'll be mic'd up on the course, uh, so you'll be kind of getting super live, and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great time. Yeah, I was actually thinking about it today. I can't wait, but I. We'll we'll see how just we'll see how loose we are in the course. If things start going a little bit awry, you might not get many audio. You might start asking me questions. I go, I I can't talk right now. I'm focused. Well, and that's of course I think what's going to be uh, for the listeners is going to be such a great time, right? Because they're they're going to get to see the real. They love that. They're going to see the real, real us. Yeah. Right. You know that moment where um that moment where you're like 180 yards from the hole, uh you um you pull out you pull out your iron. You make your approach, and you just... What are you hitting at 180? What are you hitting at 180? I'm going to say... I'm grabbing a three-wood for that. 
I got I got I got smaller arms. You know, I got smaller arms. I'm not yeah. as strong as the next strong man out there. But you know, um, Cam, you're gonna grab probably a five iron. I'd say. Yeah, I was gonna say five six. So Cam, you're grabbing your five iron. You're going. You're 180 the pin. You uh, you know, big backswing. You make contact with the ball. It goes 30 feet to the left, and then of course we're gonna hear you say. And there's a giant divot. And we're gonna hear you say, "I knew I was gonna do that." <laughs> of course, every golfer's uh, most common phrase, I'm sure. Uh, uh, but we really can't wait. That's going to be a great time. Uh, yeah. I got to say. Uh, yeah, I can't wait for that one. One of the look, one of the big moments of the summer, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. As we move into the summertime, uh, yeah. I was on I was on ice today. You were on ice on today. It was fifteen degrees truck. today. Yeah, in a truck, three feet of ice, Lake Nipissing. Wow. Yeah, that's something. That's something. And yeah. b- by but we should clarify to the audience though by choice. Uh. Yes. Yes. Like you, you made the conscious decision fish. to go out and do this. Yeah, I was in a hut, and mm-hmm. the hut had heat. Yep. Um, it had holes in the ground where you could catch fish. We cut a bunch. Cut twenty more than twenty fish. And what are you going to do with all those twenty fish? We only kept two because we're we're we're, cat, we're catching at least. You're nice guy. So there's no there's no fresh fish in your uh, in your freezer or anything. Well. The thing is, you can walleye you can catch, but they have something called a slot size. So, um, in Lake Nipissing, you can only catch them and keep them if their size is between forty and forty-five centimeters. So you don't really have much wiggle room. So if they're like um, forty-six centimeters, no good. No good. Nine, no good. No good. So we only caught uh, two in that slot size, and we caught a lot. Right. So. Right. And we caught a big pike. I can send you a picture of that. That was pretty dope. But uh, pike apparently are notoriously hard to clean and uh, because they have a ton of ribs. It's good eating, but just none of us know how to flay. So it was a... Uh, could have gone awry pretty quickly. Yeah, what if? Nobody, wanna, nobody you don't want, really want to waste a fish. You don't want, and you don't want to uh, choke on a bone. Um, yeah, listen more on Patreon for uh, uh, two, two C's... In a hut. In a hut. Um, kind of like our spinoff podcast that is specifically just about fishing. Yeah. Um, Cam, I'm looking Dude, at... Dude, you know they have cameras that you can put at the bottom of the lake that just like are on a string and then you can have your little monitor up top and you can see where the fish are? Well, it depends. Do... Did I did I know that existed or did I know that waterproof cameras and rope existed? It's uh, be- not a rope. <laughs> Sorry, string? <laughs> you said string? No, no, no. It would be a cable. Yeah, I, I guess I didn't know that fish. Like, I mean, it, 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 you say of that, course you and, knew things that, or you yeah. say that, and it's not surprising. I'm like, yeah, that sounds like something. Fi-. I find fish finder technology to be crazy. Dropping a fucking uh, camera down a hole—that's nothing. You know how you know how many well, ki- you know how many kids down wells they save these days? They just toss it. They just toss a little GoPro down there. I feel like the only thing of putting a camera at the bottom of the lake, though, is just adding frustration because you're not going to change anything you do. It's just eat it, eat it, and especially and then they don't, and then they swim away. In something, in something mad. as insanely lax as ice fishing, when you've got what you had two holes, presumably with uh, two holes each. Yeah, you're allowed two. Yeah, so lines you had in. two holes each with two lines in both. One hand on a beer, and the other hand digging through pistachios. And then what? You're just looking at a little TV waiting? Like in ice fishing in particular, there's particularly you don't do much. 
Yeah, there's a little bit of jigging, but if you have a good minnow on there with the, you know, a, a lot of courage, he'll minimal so jig. Can... There's a minimal jig. Minimal jig. You could depends what you're you doing. could not jig at all and possibly have the exact same level of success as somebody. We actually who... had more success without jigging. See, there you have it. There you we have had it. one guy lose his fishing rod all the way down the hole. Oh, a cl- that that happened. That's a classic. That's that's a good yeah, one. That's a classic. Yeah, no phones down the hole or anything like that. Very close. Someone dropped it off the top bunk and landed about six inches from the hole. Okay, yeah, that's pretty damn close. Yeah, without a f- waterproof uh, phone case or whatever. God damn, Cam. Well, it sounds like you had a great uh, great time up there voluntarily on the ice. Uh, but let's get into the podcast then, shall we? Let's get into this week by first reviewing a little bit of last week uh, because we got some notes. Notes. We got some notes. We got some notes, 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 we got some notes. Let's hear it. Okay, uh, the big note we got this week. Um, so what is your second cousin's child called? That was the big one, how these family relations work. Um, of I co- thought it was what's your cousin's child called. Yeah, what's your cousin's kid called? Sorry, I wrote yeah. that uh, I wrote that wrong down here. Uh, yeah, so what's the relationship to me? So your cousin's kid, now this is where this starts coming in. They would be your first cousin once removed. Oh, shit. Okay, <clears throat> and uh, so what does this whole once removed thing mean? Twice removed, three times removed even. It pretty much just shows the amount of generations away from you they are. So think about your family tree. If they're one below you, they're one removed. Two below you two removed your cousin's children are uh so your cut in this case your cousin's children are one generation down from you so they're once removed from your level it's all very confusing but think about it all kind of leading up a family tree to your grandparents like first cousins share the same grandparents second cousins share the same great grandparents and third cousins share the same great great grandparents uh, it's all very confusing, but uh, but that's it. But that's it. So if you had kids, and then your cousin also had kids, those kids are second cousins, because they're on the same level of the family tree, but they're not directly cousins. Does that make sense? I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That I I never. I'm glad we covered that up because I never knew what. Um, I never knew what removed meant, and uh, yeah. also th- I always thought that my cousin's kid were, was just my second cousin. Uh, that nope. is that is not the case. Do we um, know what the second cousin is? Uh, I guess the second cousin would be um, y- like your kids and your cousin's kids. So think about so if, to think about your second cousin. Think about your dad's cousin's kid. Oh, okay. that, if you if you can think of somebody on that level of the yeah, family yeah. tree, that is your second cousin. Understood. Okay. Very confusing. Very confusing. But yeah, uh, that's family. You know what? And when it comes off, that's why we just go by uncle. And, and yeah, a lot of people will just say aunt, uncle, whatever the fuck. Um, but that's about that, you know. And then uh, you correct them every time you go. That's not right. That's I'm not. That's not cousin, actually correct. Second removed. Exactly. So uh, I just and want to clear drill it up in into the their head until they say it. This isn't, the, this isn't the first time the genealogy has come up, uh, specifically within no, our We were going to do something on the um, um, on my own grandpa and try and walk through a diagram of that, but it turns out you need to see it. Um, vocalizing it, mm-hmm. it can be very difficult, as we've learned, because we can hardly understand the second cousin first removed. Exactly. You know, remember, this is an audio medium. Of course, previously, we did cover the genealogy of, I think... Uh, 
what? How far? How removed from you are you allowed to marry your family? I think I remember we did look that up at one point. Like, how much related to you do they have to be? Uh, and so maybe we can maybe for next week we'll cro- kind of cross reference the removed element and then if you're allowed to marry them. Because uh, we we I think we also talked about how you're only allowed to donate to a sperm donor in like the t- two times in a, in a county. So yeah, there there are, there are rules yeah, when it comes there are rules when it comes to levels of family, uh, yeah. because we don't just want it popping off. Yeah, it could could get ugly. Yeah, is that all the notes for the week? Uh, that's all we got. That was it. Okay, because I, I made a promise last week and I did keep up with it. I said, Ooh. Cam, we're gonna play a game of uh, Canadian Tire flyer lower or higher, and that's where we go through how much the Olympic equipment cost. And I'm gonna give you a number, and you're gonna go Canadian Tire flyer lower or higher. Wow. Okay. I'll I'll be honest. I I did not remember this at all. <laughs> I don't remember you phrasing it like that. That's so that that's a that's a great title for uh for a new segment. I don't I definitely yeah. don't remember you ever uh let me know that's what it was called. Can entire flyer lower or higher? Uh, theme song pending. Uh, this uh, this sounds great. So this week we're talking about specifically um Olympic. The Olympic wear that came out, the Lululemon stuff. No, 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 no. no. We're not talking about that. We're talking about like the equipment the people oh, are wearing. Not did, did this come up when uh, I was talking about the boots from Crappy Tire last week? Um, I'm not sure. Okay. It was just something we were talking about the Olympics. Then I kind of pondered off on it. Okay, true, true. All right. So can we can call I'm... it Crappy Tire Flyer Lower or Higher? Mm-hmm. Crappy Tire Flyer Lower or Higher. Um, that is the game. We don't. You don't need to come up with a theme song because this is a one-off. Oh no! Unless we spin. All right, you can come up. It's it's spinning off, baby. It's, it's, it's already off. played. It's already played. I don't know why I'm talking. Um, okay, Cam. The first one because I, I originally was gonna do things like how much does a luge cost, but it turns out that you can actually look up the equipment cost of things down to the gloves they're wearing, the bodysuits. And the first one we're going to do is the speed skating undersuit that they wear. It is made of Kevlar cut resistant so that if someone does cut you with those blades, you are less likely to get hurt. And the manufacturer is Starbent. Cam, can tire flyer lower or higher? The number is 325 for the undersuit. um yeah, I've I've never bought an undersuit of any kind, so I I I, I really don't have a point of reference for this. Um, but yeah, so for the luge, that was the sport that they're going for, right? No, a speed skating, speed skating, speed skating. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So for speed skating, um, now the money is clearly going into uh, making these the the product as aerodynamic, as light, as breathable, all that kind of crap. Um, that being said, though, when it, when it comes to something like speed skating, that's one of those ones. I I don't get how anything like uh, something more than spandex could make you more aerodynamic. Like, what's it gonna do? Remember, like, this is cut resistant. This is cut this is resistant. Yeah, See? because it's made of Kevlar. But is that just something they put on the tag to up the price, or does it actually make a difference? Uh, but more um, or less, I know about speed more for safety. More or less oh, safety. Uh, more or less than three twenty five. Yeah, let's go. Let's go higher on this one. Lo- uh, higher. Higher. That is correct, Cam. The price comes in at four hundred dollars for the suit itself. Wow, uh, pretty expensive suit. So next time you're looking at that, uh, just know it's not off the rack. Cam, the next one is we're continuing in the speed skating uh, sport here. 
and we're looking specifically at the boot. So we're not looking at the blade. We can get into the blade in a second here as an add-on to it. The manufacturer is Marchie's Ray. This company started in 1988 and has not changed much of the design since then. But the American team still uses these boots today. Cam, can entire flyer lower or higher $1,200 wow. for the boot? 1200 for the boots. Yeah, God, I can only imagine what the blade cost is. Can you even buy? That's not a. Is that a normal thing? Can you buy just the boots of skates? Ah, uh, that's what's for sale here. I I, I don't mean I, in the they're, speed they're two skating. separate. They're two separate things. I oh yeah, you can. Because I, I I can definitely picture going to like uh, national sports and seeing the blades on sale, but I can't picture ever just seeing like a Bauer Vapor Thirteen boot. I, I think can't. that's because they just want you to buy both. Yeah, just, I'm sure you can just ask. Like, you, the boot itself is useless without the blade on it. I mean, that's well. I guess at that point, it's just kind of uncomfortable winter boots. Yeah, um, very uncomfortable. And in that boots. case, just why? Just buy normal winter boots. You don't. And also, they don't have anything on the bottom, so they're even slippery. They, they would arguably be worse. Uh, but more than twelve hundred dollars. That was the figure. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm, it can't be, it can't quite be that much because per boot, you'd be looking at like $5,000 just for a single getup, you know, just kind of like, you know, all included, not even to mention the helmet. It's, it is, it is two boots. It is two boots. Oh, for so the yeah. price of two boots. Okay. 1200. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe that sounds, I'm going to say but that. Cam, also, you don't buy boot, like think about when you buy skates, you don't buy one skate at a time. That's a good point. I don't know. In my mind, I went to, uh, you know, price per whatever. Uh, no, I'm going to say that cost is actually on the lower side. And Cam, this 1998 classic is on the low end side of it because the actual cost itself is $2,300 for the boot. Cam, do you want to take a quick stab here and guess what the blade costs? And that's $2,300 US, USD. Yes. Wow. Um, The cost of the blade, I'm going to, uh, for both... I'm going to say, uh, yeah, I'm going to say like two thousand dollars, four grand for the blade. Wow, wow, not fucking around here. No. All right, Cam. We're moving on to the um, the ski hill here, where we're going to the cross country skiing event. The item we're looking at is the poles they are using. They're made by Swiss Tracks, made from carbon fiber. This is for the set cam. Can entire flyer lower or higher? Nine fifty. Good, you know, nine fifty. Uh, anything of carbon fiber is gonna cost you, you know. As as far much as far as I know about carbon fiber, what is it? I'm not sure. I thought carbon was in the air, uh, so I don't really know how they can solidify it and kind of like mold it into a pole. And I thought fiber was in food. So, but you're also made of carbon. So between the two, um. I'm out of answers. I think I'm going to say uh, higher, though. Higher. Okay, entire fl- flyer lower or higher says the cross-country skis go for f- poles. Sorry, go for 500 for the pair. So you're a little bit off on that one. So that's, that's a steal. If you can find a steal pair of Swiss tracks for under $500, that's the sale you want to get on. Yeah, that's uh, it's a lot of money. That's still a lot of money for... You know, it all. Yeah. Oh, it's just Olympics is expensive. Well, our next event, Cam, is one we've chatted multiple times about as how, um, or not original, sorry, common it is for us to all ski and shoot. 
And yes, Cam, it is not the skis, it is not the suit, it is the gun. It is the Stainer Sport with a custom stock on it for this athlete. Uh, it is the biathlon, the weapon they are using. Canadian Tire Flyer, this air rifle cam, does it come in lower or higher than $7,000? Yeah, so I don't know the price of a gun in the first place, but I can only mm -hmm. imagine that this one is on the higher end just because it's specially made for something. You know, like an AR-15, that's just for going to school. You know, but <laughs> like, like you could do that anywhere. But a, a biathlon gun, you know, it has to be very specific. It has to be light. It has to be able to sling over your shoulders. An AR-15, just fucking throw it in a duffel bag. It's so easy to transport. Put extra ammo, throw it in your backpack. It's super easy. Uh, but this, you know, needs a sling. It has to be strapped around, you know, and it has to be able to withstand the cold. May, you know, all these sorts of things. Seven grand, though. That is kind of like, that is the, the piece, though. You know, like, that's the main part of the biathlon. Because you just buy cross-country skis, but the gun is what sets it apart. And, you know, that's no different than buying your first Z-Bubble when you were 12 years old. Um, you know, or buying a, a, a Les Paul guitar when you're ready to upgrade, it's what you need. It's what you got to spend the cash on. Uh, so I'm going to say it's actually more than seven grand. The air rifle made by Stainer Sport comes in at a whopping five thousand dollars. The custom stock itself was two thousand of those five thousand dollars. So I was still. I guess. I guess I was wrong. <laughs> I should have said. I should have said six thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine dollars. Uh, That's correct, Cam. Yeah. Well, we're we're moving back to the ice pad here, Cam. Where we're looking at the everyone's favorite on ice event. That's right. It's curling, and we're looking at the utensil everyone loves using: the broom plus the pad cover. So these are two separate items you must get. Okay. Now, the manufacturer is called Harding Curling. It, again, is carbon fiber for the lightness and durability. We're looking at a cost, can entire flyer, lower or higher, 425 I like to think that somewhere out there, there's this, like, Happy Gilmore-style curler that, you know, like in the movie, like, Happy Gilmore doesn't have, you know, new the new brand-new Shooter McGavin uh, golf. He has old woods and old drivers and shit. Uh, I like to think there's some kind of like grassroots curler out there who just use it. Who just he just go he he just goes to crappy tires like home and living section, buys one of those, and he's like, you know, I I'm a I'm a curler. You know, he doesn't need carbon fiber. He doesn't need you know the glitz and the glam. Because uh, yeah, what could make it? What could make it any? What, how how far can broom technology go? Uh, so I gotta say it's it's gotta be less than four fifty. That's uh four four twenty five was the number. Four twenty five, yeah. Oh, that was the number was you gave. That was the number you gave me. Yeah, correct. Okay. So we're going under. Yeah, we're still going under. Okay, gotcha. Final number comes in on the flyer at one seventy four for the broom plus the pad on the bottom. So yeah, you were right on that mm -hmm. one. Uh, I was trying to think. I was trying to throw you up there with how much a hockey stick costs because those are like. 300 bucks those right? can be exactly exactly yeah all right cam our final um game here goes back on the ice but one with the hill on it that's right it's everyone's favorite um activity where two men hold each other that's the bobsled event cam this specific sled is made by 
Yes, that's correct. BMW. Um, it is actually pretty common for car manufacturers to get into this, mostly because they know aerodynamics as well as suspension quite well. Cam, the Canadian Tire flyer, lower or higher, not that you can get this like Canadian Tire, is $125,000. Um, again, grassroots. I'd love some cool running style, uh, bobsledders who just, I, f I made it with wood. I polished it down and it goes fast. Uh, but that's not the case. Unfortunately, you have to spend, uh, the cost of pro like a home <laughs> on a fucking thing. Um, 125 grand. Yeah. As soon as Sorry, you get, where do I find a home for that price? <laughs> yeah. Uh, AO. Um, maybe a shithole. I'm sure you could find a place for $125,000. Just maybe not h here in this, like, you know, Ontario. I'm sure if you yeah, went to enough. Nunavut, you could get a, like, a decent place for 125 k Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, exactly. Move to Nunavut. This podcast mm. uh, is sponsored by Nunavut. 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 Come on over. Come on over for a good time. Uh, so, yeah, as soon as you start involving BMW, Mercedes-Benz, I'm sure they do a bunch of car. Ferrari, Porsche. So you start using a Porsche to design your shit. It's just going to cost so much money because that's how much they need to pay their uh, their nerds and their people in the lab with the wind machines and shit. So uh, I'm actually probably going to say that it's more than that. Cam, the Canadian Tire Flyer, lower or higher, comes in at... $250,000 for the bobsled. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Pretty insane. A quarter, pretty insane. quarter of a mil. So you can try to not die once every four years. Whoa. 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 Throw me in one world of those. Record. Throw me in one of those. I'll, I'll set a world record. I don't care. Yeah. It's one of my favorite tweets uh, that I saw. Someone said, every Olympic event should start off with one person they find in the stands to see how they would do as the average person. I think that's uh, I think that's a bit that a Twitter follower took from Jerry Seinfeld. Dang it! All right, well let's plow ahead. Now I'm ripping off jokes. Now you're ripping off. Um, jokes. why don't we get into our our newest show? Oh, give it to me, Cam. Yeah. Of course, uh, our, our newest show of Vice and. Nope. nope. What is it? Nope. What are we doing? What's it called? Yeah, you were so close. I'll give you the Vice. time. Nope. Uh, Miami. Nope. Vicey and nope. Vicey. My, Miami. I'll give you a hint. It's real words. <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> it's not made up words. Of course, Cam is talking about our brand new segment, A Slice of Vice. Walking on the beach and it's really hot. I think I'm gonna go get a pina colada. Miami Vice is a slice of ice. My Miami Vice is a slice of ice. Wearing cool clothes and smoking cigars. Say hello to my little friend. Miami Vice is a slice of ice. My Miami Vice is a slice of ice. Slice of ice, that's it. Uh, I knew it had either the word Miami or vice in it. <laughs> Flice. Uh, we're every week similar. We've done this before, kids. You know what we're talking about here. We've done it with, uh, with Special Agent Michael Knight uh, and, of course, Special Agent MacGyver. But now we've uh, taken our talents to South Beach like LeBron James. 
as we follow the adventures of uh, um, we don't really know yet uh, so far Crockett and Tubbs our buddy cops down there in Miami as they try to uh, rid the world of drugs and bad guys so here's the deal it was two part season premiere this is the second part of it Brothers Keeper I guess part two uh, so I'm going to say episode two here. Cam's going to give us the first five minutes, and then I'm going to cut, or the first half of the episode, and I'm going to try to wrap it all up succinctly because we know that I'm not too good at that sometimes. So, Cam, uh, over to you. In three, two, one. And remember, uh, we'll try and make it simple. We're just going to clarify. <laughs> the one cop is named Sonny. The other one is called Tubbs. Um, I'm calling it like that. They're, You're going Sonny. names. Sonny, Sonny, Cro- Sonny Crockett. I, I, I think in this, in, in this part, more people called him Crockett. They did, but it's very confusing. Um, I'm going with Sonny because I wrote it down that way. In three, two, one. After leaving the courthouse, Tub follows Leon down to the beach to do some reconnaissance work when suddenly a man dressed in a lady's dress uh, pins Leon against the wall and kills him using a silenced pistol. Leon is well as a sunny walk over to find him falling on his face uh, where they know that something is up because he shouldn't have been dead that quickly because no one knew that he was going to be there. Tubbs and Sonny go to Leon's apartment using their fake warrants to gather evidence only to find that it has already been broken into by who we don't know. That afternoon, they meet with the with Calderon's assistant, who eventually arranges for them to meet with Calderon later that night in person. They discuss their plan to have Sonny use the boat to make a drop of cocaine, and we finally get to see who Calderon is after he's spotted across from them at the bar later on that night, where Tubbs walks over with a mischievous look in his eye after seeing him for the first time. Tubbs tells Sonny that he thinks there's a leak in the police organization as no one but him knew that Leon would be at the beach where he was killed. Tubbs reveals that he knows Lieutenant Rodriguez, their boss, made an $18,000 deposit into his bank account last week and maybe he uh, should be, um, you know, a little more investigation. We find a potential love interest of Sonny later on that night. Uh, her name is something. Um, do you remember his name? Gina. And Gina, um, who is a colleague of his, she's lets him know that Detective Tubbs, after a report was killed three weeks earlier in New York, and she doesn't think Sonny or the uh, Tubbs is the person that he pretends to be. He may be an imposter. So Sonny then confronts Tubbs in his boat at gunpoint, where Tubbs reveals that it was his brother who was killed, and he is now, while he is still a police officer on a vengeance to go get Calderon, the men who killed his brother. Uh, after this, we go back to the police station to chat with Rodriguez, um, and we find that he is putting his son through a very expensive private school, leading to some suspicion. After Sonny asks how he got the money, he says, none of your fucking business. That ne- night, the deal between these men and Calderon is going down. Cam, I'll pass it off to you. Uh, so he sees Gina later at the police station who seems mad, uh, despite the fact, Cam, that you missed this. They just banged the night before. Oh, I forgot that. Uh, part, how yeah. could you miss that? She's mad at him because when they woke up in the morning, he whispered his ex-wife's name into her ear, which, gentlemen, that's a big no-no. Back on the boat uh, where Tubbs is waiting, Tubbs gets a call that there is a change of plans and that he's meeting up in 40 minutes uh, with Calderon's assistant. He tries to call Sonny Crockett, but he does not get an answer at the station. Crockett is briefing his team on a plan where he hears back about a suspicious uh, phone numbers book that we found at Leon's up. 
apartment, and it turns out that one of the phone numbers actually belongs to a cop, his former partner, Wheeler. Uh, which means that Calderon knows that Tubbs is a cop. We cut to Tubbs, who is about to meet, uh, with the cross-dressed Calderon's assistant, uh, in an alley, who, just as he turns a gun on Tubbs, Crockett comes blaring around the corner with another cop flanking on the other side. Tubbs shoots the assistant dead on the ground. Next, we see Crockett show up at Wheeler's house, and Crockett shows Wheeler the receipts, uh, that, that prove that he's the snitch. Uh, Wheeler was apparently baited by Calderon into working for him after he was behind on his mortgage, and his son's medical bills. Crockett gets mad and almost wants to choke him out, but cooler heads prevail and the police show up to take Wheeler away. Cut to nighttime, where Tubbs and Crockett are heading to the deal while In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins plays smoothly in the background. Crockett steps out to make, uh, of the call of the car to go to a payphone and makes a call to his ex-wife, um, and she tells him that what they had was real. But now we're back on the road. The guys get into a boat. They pull up to the deal. They get to Calderon and his men and our vice boys, which I'm also trademarking, are attempt to make the bust. Calderon shoots first, uh, but then some bullets just start spraying. Everybody gets shot, all the bad guys at least, while Calderon retreats into the night. Eventually, Tubbs finds Calderon, but hesitates to shoot him because at the end of the day, he is still a cop. The rest of the police show up. He fires two warning shots. Bam! Bam! right beside Calderon uh, as the police take him away. Just then, the Vice Boys, trademarked, show up to the police station so they can transfer Calderon to a safer location, but it turns out that some judge showed up and busted Calderon out. Everyone's crooked, goddammit. The guys get to a, they guys get to a plane where they see Calderon getting onto the plane uh, just as he's about to take off from the water. Goddammit, he got away. As the Vice Boys drive off into the sunset, uh, Crockett asks Tubbs if he wants to stay in Miami. Uh, they share a laugh and we cut to the credits. That's the end of the episode. Great. What a, what a, what a fun ride that was. That was, that so was far. a fantastic 90 minutes of, uh, I uh, am, I think I'm enjoying it more than our last show already, but the first episode is hard to tell. First episode, uh, first episode is hard to tell. Of course, Cam, I think you also missed, uh, there was, um, when they were in the club there, uh, the guy was singing yeah, I kinda all night long. jumble all that together. Uh, that was, was a singing, great scene. Yeah, I really need, enjoyed that uh, we scene. Need, we need to start calling out more of these, uh, uh, montages. There's a lot of montages, yeah. a lot of cool 80s Can music. I? I think we need to. Uh, I need, think we need to pay an appropriate sort of homage to that. Yeah. 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 I was. Um. I'll be honest. I watched it while I was in a truck today, and I couldn't take notes, so I just watched it and then wrote the notes after on memory. That's pretty good. So that's why they might seem a little bit just just mumbled. Yeah, it was pretty good. That was a uh, no. That was that was a lot of fun. So stay tuned for next week. Episode three is coming. Oh my god! And it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Really looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I like um I like how I like how they've already done the cop tropes where they're like I can't be your partner. God damn it. Uh, I might I might not have orthodox ways, but god damn it, I take my job seriously. Yeah. And ah, uh, you two are good for each other. God damn it, I'm going to take your badge. Like they're pulling every one out of this book. I think this is this is how the book was written. The cop book. The, the no, the the movie cop book is was based on Miami Vice. Where it's, God damn it, Crockett, you're a goddamn son of a bitch, but damn, you're a good police officer. Yeah, yeah. The like we, I think we're very well going to hear that line 20 times. The original uh, McNulty, uh, Sonny Crockett of the Miami PD. 
What's McNulty? Uh, he was the white guy in The Wire. Oh, is that where that originated from? Uh, no, but you know when Connor goes, God damn it, but you good police? <laughs> that's talking about McNulty. That's like a, that's like a quote that they had. Um, that's a real quote? Yeah, like, God damn it, you might be one son of a bitch, but you good police. Like, that's, that's kind of like his, like, department people talking to McNulty, uh, who is similar to the Sonny Crockett style in this, in this kind of thing, so. God damn it, I might be on Orthodox, but I take police work seriously. Exactly, that kind of thing. Um, if you're into it, though, so Michael Mann is one of the executive producers on this show. Uh, if you're if you're if you're if you're jiving with the style of the show, uh, the movie is called Heat, and it's with oh uh, yeah, I've heard good things. It's with De Niro, Pacino, Val Kilmer, um, and it's also like a cop thing from the good guys' point of view, bad guys' point of view. It's like a good two and a half hours, and oh boy, it uh, some good shit, some good shit in that one. If you're if you are into okay. it, I'll, now we're not. I'm not plugging along. or shrugging anything right now. I'm just gotcha. talking about a movie I saw. Gotcha. People talk about movies um, they've seen all the time, without plugging I, well, or shrugging. I watched um, Rounders the other day. Have you seen that one? That's the one with Matt Damon where he plays underground poker. Matt Damon, playing <laughs> poker. No, I've never. Uh, no, are you sure you're not thinking yeah. of uh, Ocean's Eleven? No, um, no. Ocean's I'm pretty 12? sure I watched it like two days ago. No, it's uh, it's good. I would recommend Why it. Especially two days ago? Why two days ago? I don't know. Maybe it was three days ago. Maybe it was a week ago. It could have been a month ago. What is time? It was last week for sure. Okay. I watched it in the bath. Okay, it checks out. <laughs> checks out. I guess you have a bathtub, so I guess it checks out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any evidence of it, but I I I don't know why you'd need that. Yeah. <laughs> so like, did well, you put did, did you put the laptop like on? Not your. Did you put your laptop like on the counter? No, we have a little thing that goes over top of our bath between the two edges, and you can put your phone on it and watch movies. Oh, and oh, and that's you're comfortable with that. Yeah, it doesn't. It hasn't fallen in yet. I've watched like three movies. Which which <laughs> Ocean's Eleven, Twelve, and Thirteen? <laughs> Shark Tale. Um, I watched. Oh fuck! What did I watch? I normally watch like older movies in there. I don't know why. Shark Tale, um, Ocean's Eleven. Shark Tale, Ocean's Twelve. No, I haven't seen the Ocean series yet, but I want to. I've heard it's fun. I've heard it's a ride. But I feel like I, I know what's gonna happen. It's gonna be. They thought I did this, but I didn't do that. But did I did do that? But I didn't do that. And then we all walk away with cash. And then they go, <laughs> yeah! Like that. Did you, I miss anything? I, I, you're that, pr- could be, that could be the summary. You're close on the... Yeah, the first one is kind of just that. Yeah. Oh, the second one's got even... Which one's the best one? Probably still the first. Yeah, I'd say the first one. I'm sure real fans would uh, have their own opinions. But yeah, first... It, it, for, one was simple. Then it starts, like getting, compli- then it starts getting complicated. Did you watch Casino with um, um, De Niro? I've seen that one. I saw that one years and years ago. I watched that when I was on the way to Vegas to get us in the mood. And did it? And it was. Uh, it made me scared of the casino. For I sure. Was go- <laughs> I, w- I was gonna say. I mean, it feels like I, I feel like out of any movie, uh, like National Lampoon's Vegas Vacation, I feel like would be the one to prepare you for Vegas. Not like a sad movie about all the all the bad stuff about Vegas. Yeah. 
I don't know. It was fun to see. It was uh, De Niro. De Niro was just fun when he's being a badass, you know. Yeah, badass, yeah. badass. Let's keep plowing ahead here. I don't even know where we need to plow ahead to, honestly. Um, we should probably move into our final game of the evening, really. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. All right, Cameron. Cameron. <sighs> we go through three headlines here, and and we try and pitch them to each other. And um, is it is it uh, is it the WHO or is it an Anthony Fauci? Uh, claim. That's right. It's headliner ass tonight, everybody. Hey, 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 headline or ass hey, 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 uh, yeah, sure. I'll kick you off uh, here on this one. Headliner ass nine. Scientists discover worm that can eat through plastic. I don't know why this is so crazy. I mean, I feel like that's just a headline to be like, yeah, that's pretty wild. Um, I don't know why you'd fake this personally. I don't. This this is interesting news. Uh, it's a worm that eats through plastic. Um, does it does is it good for the environment? Is it can it eat through it and it's in it? Can we put them in landfills? Um, I think you're just reading the wrong articles, Cam. I need something like science discovers worm that is responsible for um, several uh, car crashes every day. And you go, what? That's crazy. Uh, this one's an easy headline for me. If you made this up, I'd be a little confused. Yeah, it's a headline here for you, Cam. It's a story uh, from Brandon <laughs> University in Manitoba. Where students have found a species called a wax worm. They normally live in beehives and eat wax, but they can also survive by eating polyethylene, uh, which is the kind of plastic that's used in shopping bags. Uh, They can do this because of intestinal microbes, which helps excrete glycol after the meal. In a controlled environment, 60 worms were able to eat a little over 30 square centimeters of a plastic bag in less than a week. Huh. It's certainly not the answer to the plastic problem, but does provide an interesting clue to the puzzle. Uh, the interesting bacteria found in the stomachs of the waxworm does, in fact, accelerate plastic degradation. So the next step for the researchers is to find out uh, how the waxworm and these bacteria work together to allow such efficient plastic breakdown. Once they figure that out, it could result in better tools to eliminate plastic from the environment. See, that's the solution. See, what I'd be scared about is that half the shit I own is plastic. Too many of these wax worms, they just take over and eat all our shit. Next thing you know, we have a Tremors type situation on our hands. See, uh, I think your headline there is pl- plastic eating worms uh, collapse building in Sri Lanka. That's the headline. That's just termites. I think at that point, that's just termites. Yeah, but they just blame it on whoever they want. No one's ever going to question it. Okay. Um, headline around tonight. Denver police investigating or investigate after a box of human heads is stolen. With an S. Heads. Yes. A box of human heads. 
Um, were stolen. So yeah, so this is probably going to be something from like a morgue or uh, some kind of, um, you know, like an autopsy room, wherever they do things. Presumably that's the only places where heads are kept. Like, I don't think all of these heads were in a box before. I think somebody in a controlled environment put heads into the box, and now the box is stolen. You hear about creepy shit um, going down at morgues sometimes, you know, the nighttime morgue officer uh you know if you slip him a 20 maybe a pack of beer he'll give you uh an hour with uh, one of the corpses or something right you know you pay a little bit more uh for the freakier your thing is so it's not surprising what, what are you pe- what are you seeing for the rates out there right now cam uh yeah so i'm gonna say i'm gonna say about uh i'm gonna say f- 250 for 30 minutes um for uh over 18 and I'm going to say like $1,000 for under 18. Uh, I'm going to say this is a market where the younger you are, the higher the price goes up. Because I feel like you'd get in more trouble. I don't know why. Um, Something just don't feel right either way. Exactly. Like at least if you're having sex, at least if you're having sex with a dead like 30 year old, you're like, yeah. But if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're face fucking the head of like a four-year-old boy like that's something different face fuck face fuck the 60 year old man's head you know that's so much more humane and so much less gross um so yeah somebody was let into the morgue kind of in these after hours uh and they still haven't found the son of a bitch and what are what are what are, what are all the what's happening with all these heads they're getting face fucked right now as we speak some dudes with an S in Denver are face fucking a bunch of skulls. Uh, this is a headline. This is a headline out of Denver where they're investigating a box containing human heads parked that was parked at an overnight freight company truck. The box was being transported for medical research purposes. I'm putting a big asterisk beside that. Yeah. Um, and someone parked in, broke into the truck between Wednesday and Thursday afternoon. The box said exempt human specimen on it. I mean, I'm opening that box too, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it, it, it's funny to think that these things are just kind of traveling in a box, in a van somewhere. Yeah. You know, and like they're just look left at, overnight. That's yeah, the real like, point. It just left overnight. You think these are pretty high value? And it, it really just kind of like helps. You know, like you, you, you just kind of you're driving your car, in the car beside you, there could be a box of heads. For all we know, who knows? There's a box of heads in that trunk. This this is a di- directional veer off. But at the cabin that we were at, you know how like people just write dumb shit on the walls, like text. Like there was one person who was like text this number with emojis of donuts after midnight, and like it's just a phone number there. The best one we saw <laughs> was someone wrote in pencil saying, "I fucked my dad in this cabin so much cum." <laughs> Ew. Ew. Cam. We thought it was so funny. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> because someone just read it out loud without anyone knowing the context. <laughs> I fucked my dad in this bunk so yeah, much cum. If you read it with your back to somebody, they they might be a bit confused about what was going on there. Yeah, also because someone's dad was there at the cabin. Someone's <laughs> dad. Someone's so ja- dad. Jamie, Jamie's dad was at the cabin, and I think him or his brother read it, and his, his dad's face was just like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Where did you take me to? <laughs> I don't remember that. What did you give me? Jesus. <laughs> We've never been here before. 
<laughs> so much cum. Well, at least at least he was confused, and his dad didn't say like, "Oh yeah, I remember that night." Uh, that would have been much worse if he was like, "That was a great night for the two of us, son." <sighs> All right. Okay, Cam. I go in here for you. Uh, headliner asked nine students suspended from dorm room after claiming an emotional support prostitute. <laughs> Man, you can get it with anything these days. I think my sister tried to get um, the, our one of our dogs to be an emotional support dog. I don't think it works that well for people, um, but I've never tried it. I think that's a very good attempt at an excuse, though. I really like that throw into the wall and see if it's going to stick. It starts off with like, why was this prostitute in your room? Like, it's my friend. It's like, no, it's not. It's like, it's my sister. It's like, no, it's not. It's like, it's my personal support. <laughs> it's my sister. <laughs> <laughs> so much cum. <laughs> so much cum. <laughs> <laughs> and then just kind of like going down the list of things. She, she was a DoorDash delivery. No, she wasn't. <laughs> Uber driver walked me to my door. No, she didn't. <laughs> you know, it's a personal support prostitute. Okay, at least we admit she's a prostitute. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that one's a headline. <laughs> Cam, that one's asinine. I made it up. <laughs> I made it up. <laughs> you you did create a way better scenario. <laughs> I'm her tutor. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine having like 15 different excuses <laughs> Yeah You're going through your phone <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's my twice removed cousin <laughs> <laughs> No she's not Alright headliner asked him Man accused of hiding in women's attic Secretly filming her after meeting on OnlyFans Meeting on OnlyFans, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sure there's some kind of messenger type app or application of the or you know element of the application, maybe in some kind of thing. Uh, or you know, like you you see somebody on OnlyFans, you would have to find out where they live. I guess. Well, okay. So I guess the end goal is you find somebody on OnlyFans, you sign up for their account, you give them whatever ten bucks, whatever it costs, and then you say to yourself. I know how I can save 10 bucks. <laughs> Go to where the photos are being taken, the videos are being taken, and just film my own. Uh, it's called bootstrapping, folks. <laughs> exactly. See, we've done this before, uh, kids. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's creepy that it was in her own apartment or in her attic or whatever it was, right? It would it would be so much like less creepy if it was, you know, your OnlyFans fan was filming you from, you know, like a Carl's Jr. bathroom. At least in that case, it's like, well, he saw me at the Carl's Jr. But in this case, it's like he went to your house. Um, yeah. So you know, you got you got to be safe out there. I'm sure OnlyFans doesn't like the bad press. But uh, you're obviously going to have some psychos out there. Um, sorry. 
I sh- I'm trying to not use the word psycho lately um, because mental health is on ver- all sorts of levels. Uh, so, it, you know, um, but this uh, person dealing with a mental health crisis uh, should be in prison. Uh, so I'm going to say this is a headline. This is a headline from uh, New Hampshire where a Pennsylvania man, Mauricio Damien Guerrero, a 20-year-old man, uh, was arrested in charge. Didn't have to do that. <laughs> Was charged with four counts of burglary um, after he broke into this lady's house. And remember, burglary is when you break into a house. Yeah. Robbery is, is when, when you, you have them oh, yeah. have a threat. Just going to burgle. Like, that's yeah. just a Friday that's night. Ha- to, that's oh, harmless. That's breaking into an abandoned house. Yeah. And burgling. But we all, every time, I'm getting robbed. Is someone there? No. Then you're getting burglared, missus. Um. Anyway, <laughs> calm, would be down. calm down. Calm down. Oh, so there is there is someone in the house? No, there isn't. Oh, okay. Could you rephrase that thing? Because you sound fucking stupid. <laughs> um. So they went searching for the home, and they went into the attic and heard heavy footsteps on the roof. He was located on the roof, brought inside, detained, and police. The woman had a young child, and she noticed that odd things were happening around the house, like her keys being moved, or that the door was left slightly ajar. Uh, just a bunch of really weird shit this guy did, and now he's in jail, which is good. Now, out of precaution, obviously, they did not mention the lady's name, and you cannot find her on OnlyFans based on this account. So, good. stop looking. Stop looking! So uh, much cub. No. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ! <laughs> we can't call the episode that. So I don't know why you keep. I don't know why you keep saying it. <laughs> we'll get flagged somewhere. They're kicking Rogan off for way less. <laughs> Actually, I think we already did have an episode. We had come camp, punk, come pants, piss boy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah. So whatever. It's good. Um, okay, Cam. Uh, headline Rast Nine here. Uh, British influencer gets 18 plastic surgeries and now identifies as Korean. Give me one repeat on that one. So she gave 18 plastic surgeries and now identifies as Korean. And now identifies as Korean. Um. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't. I don't really know where you can stop identifying yourself as. Um, but I guess if that's the, let, let's see. If you're gonna go plastic surgeries and you're trying to look Korean, um, I imagine it's all on your face. Maybe some. I mean, 18 is a lot though. Maybe it's some like odd stuff that I wouldn't think of. I'm gonna say it's like cheekbones, eyes, mouth, nose. Um, 18 is a lot though. I just can't seem to think of like anywhere else. Um, but I don't think this is out of the realm of possibility. Where else would you want to snip things down? I'm just going to stop there and just stay ahead on this one. Um, I'm going to say headline. <laughs> Cam, this is a headline here for you. Uh, yeah, so this is the story of this uh, British influencer named Ollie London. Who already used they them pronouns? Let's just let's just follow the story as we go. He's an influencer uh, from Britain. Who after whoa, his... whoa, whoa. he's an influencer, but yeah. he goes by they them. No, you said he goes by they them. He is an influencer. Ah, oh, sh- fuck. 
You fucked up. I know. Literally, I'm actually trying my best and still screwing up. So I'm the. I'm. Uh, it's my fault. You're uh, racist, man. But uh, anyway, so yeah, so um, he gets all these procedures. So he wants to make himself look Korean. Again. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. I can't do this. <laughs> it's too hard. It's too hard. Uh, all my notes say he also because ah oh, fuck. Um, okay, <laughs> we're gonna try this. Because we'll uh, they, this, I was gonna say this. This message is brought to you by Coors Light for supporting overprivileged white dudes. Uh, Coors Light because you're trying your best. <laughs> the overprivileged do, do you white try dudes your best? You use promo code two season a pod for a free two four of Coors Light. Because we're all, all just right, trying get, our best here, so I gotta get, get back, back to the story of, all, of Ollie London, who got all these procedures so they can make themselves look Korean because they identify as Korean. So they had 18 different plastic surgeries, which cost about 150,000 um, pounds, which were all based on wanting to look like BTS star Jimin. Uh, who I'll admit is like also my one one of my top two favorite members of BTS. So now they're facing all sorts of backlash because of course. Um, so we did speak to a London. Uh, so fuck, they spoke to a. <laughs> they spoke to a London morning show to clarify themselves. Um, who now they identify as non-binary Korean. In the interview, uh, they said that they don't intend to f offend anybody, but has felt uh, like they were always born into the wrong body, and for the first time in nine years, finally they do not feel trapped. Ollie, who lives in Korea, South Korea, uh, presumably uh, South Korea, feels like they already identify as Korean um, because they're already a part of the culture, and they're happy that their look reflects the way they feel inside they, they went on to say that somebody can identify as a hundred different genders they can identify as aliens or animals so why can't i identify as korean he also went on to say that he hasn't faced any <laughs> Boom. another one two times no i said they nope we're gonna have to go back the tapes on that one. I'm trying so hard. All my notes say he. I'm gonna like live translate this dumb shit. I, it was not. I didn't, say, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. We're gonna cut that. Oh god. <clears throat> <laughs> they went on to say <laughs> they haven't faced any backlash or negative comments in Korea. The only hateful comments they're actually uh, they're actually hearing are from Western cultures. Uh, so that's the last time I ever bring up a non-binary story ever again. Uh, or I just need to write it out properly next time. Um, yeah, anyways, uh, but that's it. Uh, who's who's your favorite member of BTS? Let us know. Jimin? What does Jimin identify as? I also like the guy who uh, always starts the songs. Um, he's my probably favorite favorite. Uh, I don't know his name right now. Okay. Um, plow what I had here. Headliner, as I can. Woman quits job to breastfe breastfeed boyfriend full time. <laughs> Woman quits job to breastfeed boyfriend. 
what what's hurtful about this story is that if you're breastfeeding your boyfriend, it means that there's a child. Like, so if you're at the point where you're producing breast milk, it means because you were just pregnant, you just had a kid or whatever. So now, like, your boyfriend is taking milk away from your kid, aren't they? Like, there's only so much milk to go around. Um, now, one advantage of this, presumably if the kid is over 19 or over 21 or whatever it is, you don't have to worry about drinking. You know, like a lot of women, you have to pump before a night of drinking so the, the booze doesn't get into the milk. Uh, but in this case, you're fine. You know, it's just like having a white Russian uh, on a Friday night. And I love mixing heavy cream with my alcohol. Um, it's the first thing I like to mix with my alcohol, quite frankly. Uh, but it, it sounds uh, weird and fetishy. Uh, I'm not going to say weird fetish. Everyone is attracted to different things, and I understand that. Um, so actually, in this case, more power to you. If you want to breastfeed your adult boyfriend, go for it. If you want to breastfeed your 14, 16, no, maybe not that young. Uh, this is a good one, though. I've never tasted breast milk, um, uh, so it's a headline. Uh, this is a headline out of Atlanta where, so you, you, you're close, Cam. It is fetishized, and we're going to get into that. Now, the thing is, she had her daughter 20 years ago. Yeek. Oh. Uh, what the fuck? Oh, my yeah? God. Well, so cause, Mulf- cause, well yeah. no, I just, I just, just pieced together a detail of the story here. Mulford, 36, gave birth to her daughter daughter 20 years ago so she was 16 when she had her kid yeah uh and she had to give leeson who's her boyfriend dry breastfeeding every two hours and use a breast pump to fool her body into lactating so uh, her body's just fooled into it now anyway she the way she found out um uh, like to find a partner for this is she went into a website about adult breastfeeding relationships and this is her quote I have always enjoyed my breasts being touched during sex more than anything else, so I knew I would enjoy it. I use dating sites, put messages on ABR, Adult Breastfeeding Relationships, forums, and even put an advert on Craigslist, but drew blank. I started to think I would never try adult breastfeeding. Eventually, she started talking with Leeson, a former school boyfriend. I thought it was a perfect time to bring up adult breastfeeding to see if he'd be interested. And he was. And... (laughs) Now she doesn't have a job. <laughs> no, I would do it every two hours. I know. I forgot about this. Yeah, that she actually. La- I was so fixated on breastfeeding your boyfriend. I forgot that she- now they're not employed. <laughs> like they either like do it or have to do it so much they don't have a job anymore. Mulford um, says she believes adult breastfeeding will create a magical bond between them. Uh, meanwhile, hopes nursing will give her body uh, health benefits. Yeah, I think uh, it's kind of like you know somebody you know like an old school like a blood like a blood pact. You know, you cut your hands and you shake hand, or you know, you come into your friend's mouth on a, <laughs> on a nice fishing trip. You know, it's kind of like it's those like I've ingested your seed, your DNA is in me. Uh, now we're truly one. Roman, it's romantic if you think about it. Yeah, it's something. It really is. <laughs> it is, in fact, something. Like, I'll give you that. Um, yeah, that's that's the, that's the end of the headlines in Rassanines. That was a lot of fun, Cam. Uh, great uh, great edition of Headline Rassanine. We only have one little segment left here on the show, and that's a little something called Plug It or Shrug It. Plug it or shrug it. 
plug it or plug it plug it or shrug it plug it or plug it plug it or shrug it where cam i'm gonna give you one uh i'm gonna give you a shrug this week uh i've started a new job where i'm working new hours so my gym schedule has completely shifted you know no longer am i doing the uh morning to brunch time crew i have the uh the after work crew you know the kind of like 6 to 7 p.m gym rats uh so i really got a shrug guys who wear pants to the gym yeah, that's right. I don't care if it's track yeah, pants. I'm on board with this. I don't care I'm if so it's on board. I don't this. care if this is track pants, sweatpants, or athletic pants. Uh, just don't fucking do it because we all know why you're doing it. You motherfucker. You're scared. Your goddamn legs are too small. That's why you're wearing pants. It is a million fucking degrees in the gym. You're sweating. There, there has to be one reason. You don't want people to see what it is, okay? Yeah, Except for bitch. the th 3% of people out there who have, like, a prosthetic limb. You may have a prosthetic limb. I would get that you're not squatting 165. Yeah. You have one leg. And I those fucking, guys never, all, never, you never see them squat. I fucking get it. If you have that diabetes skinny leg two thing, I get that too. I'm not expecting everyone to be squatting three plates everywhere they go. All I'm saying is wear your fucking shorts and work out your legs more. That's all I gotta say. That's all I, that's all I gotta say. I love it. I'm on board with that, Cam. That's not even a hot take in my book. But I, I never it. said it was a hot take. I'm just shrugging. I'm just shrugging it. All right. I gotta shrug for you. Um, when sometimes when you're fishing at a nice hut, they don't have real washrooms. They just have a bag <laughs> with a toilet seat above it that you shit in. Now, is now, it at least like, a bucket? Like they put a toilet seat on a bucket? Uh, I just know there's a black garbage bag Jesus and you go shit in it. Christ. Now, here's the thing. Every day, a guy uh, who sounds like a newfie because he has a stutter... Uh, drives around in a truck and comes around and knocks on your door and goes, this is my least favorite part of my job, and goes and picks up the bag and throws it in his truck. <laughs> I'm shrugging the <laughs> idiot in our group who pissed in the fucking bag. <laughs> when you have a full lake that is... 10 kilometers you have kilometers area. of open nothing that's around you. <laughs> you piss in the bank for the guy named Connor in the truck. <laughs> oh, no. Connor in the truck. Oh, no. <laughs> Shame on you. I can't you know believe. You are. Well, Cam, this, Jesus Christ, did you go to the Four Seasons Ice Fishing Palace? Mm -hmm. They're, I thought removing your own shit would be uh, an on you thing. Did they wipe your ass also? Connor didn't do that. <laughs> but we're hoping that he gives us a sample report of what was in those bags. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Because I would think I think you need to make some kind of like mobile thunder box. You know, kind of take a bag, put it over a bucket, put the lid on the bucket. I mean, it's kind of what it was. It but was it was just, just a loose. Seat. It was a loose bag that you had to hold up. It was a oh, loose, no, no, no. hefty no, garbage was, bag. I don't, I don't, it was held in somehow. Like you could definitely make stink in there, and it would. Just, it would. I don't know where it went. <laughs> it just I get a idea, though. Disgusting. <laughs> People think that's fun. Uh, that was Cam Shrug. Uh, you heard mine, and that's all the time we have for this week of the podcast. Thanks for listening, folks. Rate, review, like, subscribe. The show is everywhere. Uh, we'll be back next week. The show keeps plugging on. Miami Vice uh, will keep plugging on, and uh, so does the podcast. 
And never forget, folks, next time you're watching the bobsled, it's not just a sled that costs a lot. The helmet itself, $780. I'm Cam LeClaire, <laughs> signing off. Take care, folks. Continuing tonight on Two Seas in a Pod. 96.7 on your... Two C's in a pot, 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 two C's in a